The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, offer no resistance to one who is evil. When someone strikes you on your right cheek, Turn the other one as well. If anyone wants to go to law with you over your tunic, hand him your cloak as well. Should anyone press you into service for one mile, go for two. Give to the one who asks of you, and do not turn your back on the one who wants to borrow. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your heavenly Father. For he makes the sun rise on the bad and the good and causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what recompense will you have? Do not tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brothers only, what is unusual about that? Do not pagans do the same? So, be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So there was this Hindu guy that was thinking about becoming a Catholic, so he enrolled himself into the RCIA program at the local parish. And early on, he raised his hand, and he said, let me get this straight. So Christians are blessed when they're poor. They're blessed when they're persecuted. They have to turn, if somebody slaps them on the cheek, you have to turn and give them the other. You have to love your enemies and pray for your persecutors. You have to carry your cross daily. And you have to give, forgive 70 times, 7 times a day. He said, that's hard. I don't think I can do that. Christianity is for the extraordinary people like Gandhi and Mother Teresa. So the instructor said, will you, will you let me finish the course? Will you let me explain so that you understand? So he stayed with the course, and at the end of the course, he raised his hand again, and he said, Now I understand. Christ takes ordinary people, like fishermen and myself, to do extraordinary things. One summer I was walking by the church and I, you know, I planted a flower garden in front of the sign. So I took a look at the uh, flower garden to see how it was doing and I noticed that there was a sumac tree growing right in front of the sign. My neighbor who helps me with the garden was there at the time, and I said, where did that come from? So he patiently pointed to a sumac tree across the highway and said, well, the birds go there and they have their lunch, and then they come over here and they sit on your sign, and then they make a donation to your garden. And the question is, is how did it get so big so fast? Because it wasn't there a couple days ago. So let me take you through the plight of the sumac seed. So the birdie lands on the sign, 
and the seed falls from the birdie and lands on a nice soft pillow of peat moss mixed with lobster compost that I got for half price at the nursery. So there's the, so there's the seed basking in the sun, and then in the afternoon shower it says, Mmm, miracle grow. Well, no wonder that thing grew so tall so quickly. I gave it everything that it needed to realize its full potential. And that's exactly what Christ is saying in the gospel. Yeah, I make my standards very, very high, but I'm also going to give you everything that you need to be able to do great things. You know, about 15 years ago, we did a lot of renovations in the church. We spent about two years and. My job was to make sure that all the material for the workers were here, that I can clean up the place, run the, run the cords out, have everything organized so that, so that the job runs really, really smooth. And it's nice and clean and a happy job. Get the coffee. Everybody's happy. So one day I said to Dad, Daddy, do you need anything? Because my father was working here at the time. And he says, yeah. He says, why don't you uh, put the oak trim around the windows? I says, oh, Dad, I says, I haven't done carpentry work in a long time. I'm a little rusty. You know, I'm picturing myself, you know, trying to nail into the oak and the hammer slipping off the nail and I'm leaving these divot marks all over the wood and these big wide gaps at the joints. My father says, no, you'll be fine. I said, all right. So I got my tools and got set up and Dad walked by and he said, what's that? I says, it's a hammer. He says, no, we don't use hammers anymore. We use nail guns. Here, use mine. And so he came by again. He said, what's that? And I said, it's my handsaw. I've got to cut the joints. He says, no, no, no. We don't use handsaws anymore. We use chop saws. Here, use mine. So I took the oak and I put it, and it's so clean and fast and neat, the, the perfect cuts. And you put it up there, and all you have to do is you just take the nail gun, and you go click, click, and you're done. It's easy. It's so easy. It's actually fun. When I was done, my father looked at the work and his inspector says, yeah, pretty good. I says, yeah, the reason why it's pretty good is because it's your instructions and your tools. You gave me everything to do so I can to make it easy. And that's the point of the gospel message today. Jesus' instructions are really hard. They're very hard. The standards are very high. But Jesus also gives us everything that we need to be able to make it easy. He gives us instructions, he gives us his example, and he gives us his grace, his Holy Spirit. We have everything we need to do. And who doesn't like living this life? Somebody's having a really bad day and you're really nice to them. We all enjoy watching the person's face light up. We all love stories of reconciliation and people who have been separated for a long time coming back together again. We like that. We enjoy that. We enjoy this life. Jesus is right. It's true. He takes ordinary people to do extraordinary things. And who doesn't like that?